0: Welcome to Real Black contro transform Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about black violence. We're going to talk about violence in the village. We're going to talk about homicide. We're going to talk about shootings. Because it's in black culture now that um, violence is part of the culture. It's... Um, it's part of the culture, beloved. And once it gets to that level, it's just, it's going to be different and difficult to get it out of the culture, right? Um, and we're saying this on the backdrop of a rap artist that just lost his life. His name is PNB Rock. He was um, he was fatally shot during a robbery in Los Angeles. This happened on, um, on Monday. He went to a um, Roscoe's house in Chicken and Waffles, and he was killed. It was it was some jewelry he had on and he was shot and killed. I believe the robbers, uh, they got away with all the jewelry. Um, and this happened in the daytime. This is not something that happened in the middle of the night. And it was like noon or one or two o'clock in the afternoon and uh, he lost his life. So we wanna say first our condolences to the family of PNB Rock and not only PNB Rock, all the black males across the wilderness of north america that lost their life your nephew your sons your grandson your brother one of your cousins because it's not invisible people dying it's not invisible babies that's dying and killing each other they're they're part of the village we know them these ain't you know and um it's something about los angeles these young guys they go they live there they live their life they live their dream in entertainment and they go to la and something weird happened to them which should be no surprise because it's an inner city and on real black content is forum podcast we describe inner cities as the nigger making manufacturing centers of america That's all in the cities. Right. There was a young brother who was from Brooklyn and he went out there. He got an Airbnb. He lost his life. There was a home invasion. Um, There's a local artist that's from out there, Nipsey Hussle. And uh, he was shot and killed daytime, lost his life. And many of our artists from the city of Detroit, when they make it to a certain level, that's kind of like the thing that they do they make it to a certain plateau and they go to LA, right? We got a young kid named Big Sean. He's been in LA for damn near 10 years. And then we got another one of our budding artists named T Grizzly. He's from Joy Road. That's the neighborhood right next from mine. I'm from Plymouth. He made it to a certain level. He went to LA, he lives there. And then there's reports about he was involved in, um, or the victim of a home invasion and they got like a million dollars cash and jewelry from the guy. I don't know if he was there or not, but they checked on the young brothers all right. But that's the thing. They go to L.A. And L.A. is um, it's a beautiful place, beloved. I've been there. It's gangland, but it's a beautiful place, man. It's kind of like confusing, though, too, because when you get out there, man, you see those palm trees. And being from the Midwest, like what we call the hood, it's a certain level of infrastructure of housing and stores is the way the blocks look and when you're from the midwest it's great you know what i'm saying so i'm not excusing no violence but it's like it's different out here when you go to chicago and milwaukee and detroit cleveland and cincinnati and dayton and, and Indianapolis, it's different when you're in the midwest because it's like it's always great and the people are violent and it's interesting how the violent works in the midwest because we got at least a quarter of the year. We stuck in the house because of the winter time but as soon as that sun come out the violence come up with it but it's not it's not the prettiest place it's more like a a, a manufacturing hub it's more industry out here when you go to la it's a shame beloved with these and did to la because it's the palm trees is everywhere it's pretty the houses look nice them hoses overpriced now don't get me wrong you know they got these little ass houses they like 900 square feet 1200 square feet, they charging 1800 bucks a month. They robbing our people out there, beloved. It's weird out there in LA, you know. All that shit is overpriced out there. Nevertheless, though, some of our greatest entertainers they moved to LA, you know. They play the King of New York game on the record, but Diddy been living out in LA for like 15, 20 years. Massive P, one of the greatest executives, they make some money and they they moved to la he has been out there 15 20 years jay-z been out there 15 20 years (laughs) all these guys love la and it's just a shame what our people have done as far as these but it's it's the inner city it's the inner city and again we describe the inner city as nigger making manufacturing centers you could be a great person You know, you could be you you could be raised, right? You could be raised in a loving household. And as soon as you get to the inner city. It's something in the water. It's something in the atmosphere. It's a nigga making manufacturing center, right? And I would like to see more of our people spend their money and invest their money in the South. You know, go back to the South, go back to the Carolinas. You made some money go to the Carolinas, go to Georgia, go to Bama, go to North Florida, go to Mississippi, you know, me and the wife celebrating our union. We just spent the week in Louisiana. It's some violence down there because as soon as we got to New Orleans, beloved, the first thing on the local radio was, listen, three, um, three black males were shot and killed. Um, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a city and that's. You're going to have to deal with that when you're talking about going into these inner cities but we have a great time you know you know we have a great time and um you know we're a little bit too old to visit certain kind of cities but you know new orleans is you know it's a beautiful place beloved uh the food the people the culture um we're a little too old to be on canal street We're a little too old to be, you know, on Bourbon Street, you know what I'm saying? We might have to just do some river walking. (laughs) You know, we got to kick it in places that are what I call age appropriate, right? You know, when you get to a certain age, you know, I don't like to see people over a certain age in certain places. You know what I'm saying? If you're over 45. Keep your old ass down from Miami. You know what I'm saying. I don't know why people still going to Miami after I'm talking about South Beach. You know, I like Miami too. We go down to Miami. We kick it for a week there too, but I hate to see people over forty-five. Y'all, your old ass bladder ain't no good. You know what I'm saying? It's bumper to bumper traffic. Leave that for the babies. You know what I'm saying? Go to North Miami Beach. I went to. Um, I had to kick it in North Miami Beach when I went there. South Beach is for the babies. We're a little too old to be in South Beach now. Uh, Daytona is a beautiful place. Uh, New Orleans, again, is a beautiful place. You know, we let the babies have Bourbon Street. We ain't going out to no Bourbon Street. We too old for that shit now. But again, I would like to see our entertainers, man, go more to the south because the culture is different in the south. Right. But no matter where you go, if it's in the city. You're going to be involved with niggas because the inner cities is the nigger making manufacturing centers of America. Violence is part of the culture. And on this podcast, we can't act as though we're in a delusion, like we can't see what's going on. We see it. We talk about it all the time. Niggas shooting niggas is as American as apple pie. Niggas killing niggas is as American as cherry pie. It's going to take place in the inner cities, no matter where you go. But our people, I guess they feel as though they have to, because of their careers in rap and hip hop, they have to go to cities that don't sleep, i.e. L.A., right? But it's just, it's unfortunate. And, um, you know, beloved, we got to have that conversation because it's just a level of hate when you kill outside of your city. P&B rock, right? And again, our condolences to his family, the young brothers from Philadelphia. That means that, you know, when you get killed out of town, they got to ship you back home, you know, ship your body back home. And I'm pretty sure his girlfriend, there's no tutorial on how to handle that. There's no tutorial as a mother of what you got to do as a mother and father to get your baby shipped back, their body shipped back home. From one place to another as if they was in war or something like that you know it's it's unfortunate um and then our community do what they do best as they're going to put up a bunch of balloons and flowers and they're going to make some rest in peace videos and they're going to put the young man on the t-shirt and um they're going to talk about this situation for maybe the next two or three weeks and then they're going to go into the next one because black culture, losing lives is a part of black culture. And we can't really blame anybody but ourselves because we're all involved in it. It's just, it's a it's a shame that, you know, these niggas don't care nothing about your family. It's a robbery and they're blaming his girlfriend because they said she let the location out. And uh, no, it's not the girlfriend's. She didn't pull the trigger. Niggas is just being niggas. Niggas are drive by. All these small hats with money, and these devils with money, and they come right to you, and rob and kill you, over something they're not going to even get the money. This it's there, no money. There's no money, beloved, in taking designer jewelry, because the shit is custom pieces not going to what, what are you going to take this shit to you can't it's hot it was involved in the homicide you can't take the jury nowhere when i was growing up in the neighborhood used to have a saying you want money go steal money that was cold to take your black ass to the bank and they got all the money go to the bank if you want to ride for money go take your pickup truck and tie it onto the atm machine and yank it off the wall or whatever you got to do you know um they passed notes here That's the thing in the Midwest. You want to rob a bank. You don't go in there with the gun. The gun going to add another 15 years to your sentence. So you want to rob the bank. You take a letter, a note in there you go into the bank with a note and you hand the person a note. If you get caught, I think they give you like a maximum of five years. But you take the note. You don't take a firearm. You go in there with the note. That's how, you know, we're taught, you know, but these young kids is different, beloved. And it hurts my heart because now when we see these situations occur over and over and over again, you have to go back in history. And we have to revisit some things and we don't want to, but we have to on the political side now. Because. See, there were some devils years ago. Um, uh, slick Willie Clinton from Arkansas. He was a governor. He's a support. I think it was either Confederate battle flag day, week, or month, whatever the case may be. And uh, he had a partner who's non president, uh, Jim Crow Joe Biden, right? And Slick Willie's wife, name is Killary Clinton. And I remember all those devils going to the floor and they passed a crime bill to keep members of our village in prison. Now, to be transparent, they just ain't picking up no innocent niggas now. They picked up certain law offenders and they put them in prison 10, 15, 20 years, right, for drugs. Um. There was a term that Hillary Clinton used, though, when she was down um, on the floor beating the war drum. And she called our people super predators right and we was offended and of course like we always do as a village we threw the racism flag and i don't like democrats anyway so it worked perfect for me because i don't like them folks i think they're uh, the more worse devils than the republicans are but maybe that's a different story for a different day in any event our people was labeled as super predators now right and again we put the victim hat on and we thought that that wasn't proper even though They had the Congressional Black Coons, uh, I mean, pardon me, the Congressional Black Caucus was assisting them in getting that bill passed, right? The unfortunate thing for us as a village now that we got a little older is we have to revisit it and say, damn, was these devils right? Is our community a community full of super predators? Because we have people dying. They're getting killed broad daylight over bullshit. The young kid in Memphis, he go to buy some cookies. I can't I don't know the guy's name. You know, and uh he's he was killed. He was a rap artist. This is some broad daylight shit, and these young niggas is walking around in the streets with military grade weapons. They're not coming with the little pop guns. We used to keep the we buy some Rockport boots in the Midwest in Detroit. Wore some temple in boots and we used to put the deuce deuce in the boot or the 32 in the boot you know what I'm talking about but not these guys these guys are showing up to the scene with military grade machine guns like they could be in that like they're in the military in the streets with them and I'm talking about they're not even killing they're overkilling their victim they're overkilling the victims now we have to look and say damn is our people super predators because we had this conversation on this podcast all the time v you bug it all black men are not violent i'm not i'm not so sure beloved because i'm living i see it you know what i'm saying it's a reality these guys is killing for you got to think how stupid you got to be you're taking designer who's going to get you can't take designer and custom-made jewelry anywhere it was involved in a homicide. Who wants the shit? Nobody wants the shit. You can't do nothing with the shit now. If you want money, go steal money. That's how we was taught. Go steal some money. They—they're not stealing money. They're gonna come and get it off your back. You know. And going back to the politics. You know. Um, it's a sad day that our village had to always be careful of what they wear. Because in the super predator days, you know, as the, the Clintons put on the floor and Biden put on the floor, along with the congressional black coons, I mean, you know, caucus, right? Pardon me. There was a lot of people in the village that was killing for starter jackets. They're still killing for Jordans. You know, in Detroit, you got to be careful if you got Cartier Glasses on because they killed and shoot and steal for Cartier this is fashion brands now right They're men literally just getting down to prison after doing 20 years because 20 years ago they killed somebody over a starter jacket or eight ball jacket or some kind of leather anything they stole and killed the guy that they're, they're literally just getting released now there's something gravely wrong with our community i'm okay with saying it because i see it i'm gonna say it the gas stations is overly violent You go there when it's dark. It's a club. It's going to be some nigga shit going on. It's going to be some violence. And we all involved in it because we helped create the situation to a level where we supported it. It got worse than what it was before. Because we live by the no snitch code. We see shit getting worse. I watched the city of Detroit get worse. And what happened is that the elders got so tired of Detroit that when they got their money, they moved to the suburbs. They let the niggas have the inner city. They moved to the surrounding areas of Detroit, Southfield, Dearborn, Oak Park, Taylor, Michigan. And they let the niggas have Detroit. And now Detroit is, is it goes down like that. You know, and I, I also even me, I encourage single mothers if you got some sons especially get your sons out of the inner city i don't know if you got those little vouchers they give y'all to uh if you, you're getting um i don't know what they call that shit. When you can take the voucher and do something with the rent but if you can get one of those vouchers and um see if that voucher works outside of the city limit i encourage black women as single parents To move and get their sons out of the city limits. Because there's something about the inner city. It's only going to do what the inner city is designed to do. And the inner cities of the United States. is They put in place to make niggas. It's a nigga making manufacturing center. My mom used to have a saying. Because she's from the south. They're great people. They're good people. But as soon as they cross the Ohio River. And they get to Detroit these niggas change. She's like, I remember these older guys from Alabama. (laughs) They from good families. They get to the city, they become gangsters. That's just how it works. You go to New York City, right? Most of the people in New York City is from what? Carolina, Georgia, and the rest is from Florida and the islands. They come from these islands, man. They be good people. Soon as they get to the inner city of New York and then get to them boroughs, they make them niggas. That's just how it works. We got to get our babies out the city, man. And if they're going to stay in the city. I, I am not a supporter of black males having friends. 16 to 25, you don't need no friends. Stay by yourself. You don't need no homeboys. You don't need none of that shit. Go to school. Come back go in the crib kick it you don't need go sit on the porch playing the front yard. that's how big mama used to do the kids when they first when big mama and them got to the uh, inner cities and they got to chicago and cleveland detroit and milwaukee and you know the locals out there on the block they hanging big mama say y'all y'all playing the front yard." <laughs> big mama say y'all go out there and play where i can see you at don't go around with none of these niggas i want to just i want to keep you in the front yard. don't be around them we are scared to say we have to, we scared to say this shit. It's something going on with black males. Nobody can figure it out. All right. The solution is black males from 16 to 25, they should not be hanging around each other. We don't know what's going on with the PNB rock situation, but I can guarantee you, the guys that pulled that trigger, 16 to 25. The guys that killed that other little kid out there in Brooklyn that went out there to the Airbnb, I don't know the guy's name. You know, and I can't front beloved like I know these young artists' names, their music. I don't own their music. I get in the car, beloved. I'm still, I still got Luther Vandross playing in the car. That's me. That's my generation. I don't, I listen to Peebo Bryson. That's me. That's my generation. I I know all the Johnny Guitar Watson songs. I know all Johnny Taylor songs. That's me. That's where I'm coming from. I, so I can't act like I can see that the kid is a, As a platinum artist, I'm talking about P&B Rock. I don't know the guy artist. I don't know his music, though. But I know the situation surrounding it because it's the same. And it's going to be the same. He lost his life. So now they're going to pull out the teddy bears. They're going to put the young man on the shirt. They're going to talk about him for the next week or so. That's it. It's the same cycle all the time, beloved. I don't want to see, you know, a young man face on the shirt. It's that, But that's part of the culture now. This is what the culture does now. This is what the culture does now. But his mama got to tote that bag now. His mama got to tote that bag. That's a heavy-ass bag they just put on his mama and his dad and his siblings. And they traumatized this girl. She was there. She's seen the shit. He got kids. That's it for that. It, it's trauma all over the place. Niggas don't care nothing about your family. They don't care nothing about your... They are so hypnotized with hate. They are so hypnotized with hate. They do not care nothing. These are none We just using PNB Rock as a... Because it just had... But there's local PB Rocks, your nephew, your brother, your little cousin, your grandsons, your great grandsons, your great nephews. There's PNB Rocks all over the country. Somebody that lost their life to a nigga that just. And the person that they were so important to the family. They were so important to the family. You know, when you come on Real Black Content, Forum podcast, beloved, the solution that we have for everything is marriage. Don't y'all guys know that? You come in here and you want to hear me say something about get a divorce and man, you're not going to hear that shit over here. I don't care what your old lady did. You looking for a way out. You ain't going to get it over here. I don't care what your old man did. You, you ain't going to get no way out over here. The only thing that's going to save our people is marriage. That's going to put responsibility on these young niggas. We got to have a whole village of married folks. The guys that pull the trigger, they're single. 16 to 25, they ain't got no wives. And we got to go down there and pass a law to start getting 16-year-old black males with a wife. We got to do it. You think I'm bugging out. I am not bugging out. You have to give black men responsibility early in life, and there's no bigger responsibility that you can give a man but a wife. Because if they ain't got no wife, they are gonna get into some shit. Having a wife early in life ain't gonna hurt them. I got married early; it ain't hurt me. My wife was 19 when she got when we got married. That ain't hurt us. <laughs> she they <done> helped us. <laughs> You know, beloved, I'll share this with you. You know, there's a lot of situations I could have got involved in in the street, but I didn't. I had to pull back because I had a wife. It's just that simple, beloved. It's a lot of situations I'm like, man, you know, it's sad, but I used to make a joke. I used to be like, boy, if it wasn't for this white boy, we'd have put a lot of niggas in these holes over here. We'd have put niggas in holes left and right over here. We got the lime in the garage with the bleach and the shovel is already there. But you got a wife. Like, nah, I just can't do it. You can't risk being away from your family. A lot of these young men, they just need wives. They need responsibility. And when they're coming up in the neighborhood, they ain't going to college. They're not going to college. They got a high school diploma. They trying to figure their way out through life. Put a wife on the ass. Give them some focus. Give them some focus. See, y'all follow everything else in the East. Keep following that because they put a spouse on you early in the East. You can't find one, don't worry about it. They got arranged marriages for you. You nineteen, twenty. they're fine. If they families that get together in that East, they'll find you a wife. They'll give you an arranged marriage because they understand it does something to the testosterone in the man. To its focus, a wife, a woman does something to that man. They figured that out in the East. But he, y'all follow everything else in the East but that. Y'all follow everything else in the East but that. I ain't say young people got to have children. I ain't say. they can. You can be married at 18, 19 with no kids. You can be married at 20, 21 years old, 22 years old with no children. You ain't got to have no kids. But black males need a spouse. Yo, I'm going to tell you something that's crazy, beloved. You know, when you go out as an elder man and I go out a lot, I kick it a lot. Me and my wife, we kick it a lot. And the thing about ethnicities is you always see ethnicities with their significant other of the opposite. sex. They always with their spouse. I don't care if you kick it to the casino, you go out to the bars, happy hour. You always see so-called white men with their women. You always see East Indian men with their women. You always see, you see this shit all the time. Every ethnicity, that Chaldean, he got his old lady with him. That Arab, he got his old lady with him. It's only when it comes to black men, they're the casinos at the bar- three or four deep with each other. Where the women at? Where, where your wife at, bro? They always pot up together. And we're gonna to have to have a conversation because it's something about you know, we talk about homosexuality in the in the sense of male-on-male contact, sexually, physically, but it's something about the aspect of black men being emotional homosexuals, where they they, they feel more comfortable with their partners. We got the weirdest village niggas is more comfortable sitting around all day with other men all the time i've never been anywhere nowhere and i seen five or six east indian men sitting underneath a tree with some beer or some shit just shooting i just never seen that shit i'm talking about young 16 to 25 you get older you can do what you want to do i'm talking about young men i never seen Five or six Caldeans just hanging together, just sitting out somewhere, shooting the shit on the way to the club or walking the mall or walking the casinos or walking the resort somewhere, just hanging out together. I'd never seen it in my life. Black men spend too much time with other black men. That's why these niggas is off. aggression. Niggas shake your hand all hard and all this old kind of shit. (laughs) I don't know, man. I I just. I thank God for marriage, beloved. That's all I can say. I thank God for marriage, beloved. You know, our hearts and prayers again. They go out to the PNB rocks all over the wilderness of North America, man, because it's real. It's so real, man. You know, guys come on the podcast and they say, V, you know. You make it look like all black men are violent. Yeah, we're all violent because our silence, we're complicit with the violence because we're not going to say nothing. We're not, our silence is an act of betrayal. This is what Dr. King taught us. It comes a time now where you just ain't saying shit. Now you involved now. You ain't saying nothing. We don't know what to do with these young people. We try to stay away from them. They're violent. We helped them become violent on our watch. Crack. Hit them streets in the 80s. That's what made Super Predators. They were sending our brothers to jail. Left and right, them devils, was putting our, they. It was a time when you went to federal prison, beloved, and federal prison used to be some uh, some white-collar shit, but now they got all the dope boys in federal prison. And, you know... Our dope boy population contributed to our young people being super predators. Because I was in a neighborhood, I was able to see the back end of that shit. Hey, yo, check this out. You know, sexual assault, rape is through the roof in the black community. We don't talk about it. We put it underneath the rug. We got that weird ass uncle and nephews is being touched. Sons is being touched. And I can submit to you, beloved, that a lot of that shit took place in the crack era. You know, because you turn a population of men to kill us because they were such that early age because their mama was on that shit. And when your mama was on that shit, because it's check it out, it's a domino effect. When you have a village, first of all, that the foundation is not built on marriage. They mean when childbirth comes, it's just one parent to stand on. So many of us in the neighborhood, all we had is a mama. Daddy was never there. That's the first strike. Right? If you got that one good parent and she's on drugs, you're fucked. Because now that's it. This is your reality. You're going to go through a trail of experiences that's not human because your mom is on that shit. Right? So much so that sometimes parents sell their children to get that hit. She might sell your sister to get that hit. She may sell you to a stranger to get that hit. And if she's not selling the kids to get that hit, she's going to sell herself to get that hit. Now, you got to put this in in your mind, right? Because we're going to put it in context. What do you think is going to do to a young man that's 10, 12, and 15, and he can see his in the neighborhood sleep with his mom because they got $10. Because his mom want to get high. And you think these guys is your buddies. You play basketball with them. Y'all play baseball together. But guess what? Your mom is a junkie. She's a smoker. She's a fiend. And she got to get that $10. And you start to see your other 15-year-old friends come into the house to turn a trick with your mom because they got the $10. And you're a predator now. You see this, your heart gonna get hard and you're a killer. i seen it with my own eyes. The guys that was killers out the west side was lames when they was coming up. Their mom was on that shit or they was getting bullied around. And now they get older, they're super predators now. They, they have no heart. They have no love and compassion because the hood never showed them no love and compassion. The hood took advantage of them. The hood took advantage of, the took advantage of their moms. And then they turn to the drugs that kill their family and they push it on other people's family. So the hurt keep hurting. And then it creates a whole, we got a mess in the neighborhood. What's the solution? You got to get out of the neighborhood. What's the solution? Marriage is a solution. That's it, beloved. This young man gone. He ain't even hit the graveyard good they blaming his old lady because this is what you do when you when you victimize you blame yes you see how it works in the hood when something happened to you as a defense mechanism you blame the victim oh man he should have had some security with him that's what jay prince said oh he should have had proper security he got jury on okay he just ain't gonna say niggas need to stop being niggas because we don't say that you need proper security and then you know, the other guy, oh, they blaming his girlfriend. She shouldn't have showed their location. It's her fault. See, I, that ain't going to happen to me because my old lady, she ain't going to never tell where we at. You got, come on, bro. What we got going on? This is where we at now, beloved. You you blame the guy for getting his car broken into. He should have left his doors open. See, I got this kind of alarm. It wouldn't happen to me. Oh, such and such got carjacked. See, it don't happen to me. I don't go up that street oh such and such got jumped where at the barbershop see i don't go to that barbershop i go to this one you, you figure out a way to blame the victim to keep your sanity because you know such and such shemika got raped see she over there twerking if she didn't make all those twerk videos they wouldn't have raped her when they got to the party or if Shamika would have had on the shorter see her dress was too short if she would have had on the long skirts they wouldn't have raped it see if Shamika, see she drinking she ain't got no business drinking see if she didn't drink they would have never put nothing in her drink and then See, it's a you blame the victim concept in the neighborhood. Welcome to the home of the nigger making manufacturing centers of America. <laughs> We're gonna have to do something, beloved. Do we need them devils to give our people another crime bill? I'm for jail, beloved. I'm not. I'm not for hell. I'm not for you going to the grave. I am for jail. I'm pro jail. You can't. You you out here in the neighborhood. You terrorizing every goddamn body. We don't need y'all here, dog. And you know what? The guys that's doing the killing, guys in the village know who they is. Everybody know who they is. They just ain't gonna say shit. Black men have to. You absolutely got to hate black women by living by a no snitch code, because you gotta hate you gotta hate black mothers you keeping a cold for what you looking at big mamas and mothers crying because they're their children and grandchildren and you're gonna keep a cold you can't love black women bro maybe all oh, is a different story for a different day, but i'm just saying man uh, you know our condolences to everybody that lost their lives and the unfortunate reality is there's a lot of year left and a lot of weekends left in the year so more folks gonna lose their lives because this is part of black culture and whenever black folks get together to say they want to do something y'all let us know because we down with the program as well peace and black power to your family thank you guys for listening thank you guys for hanging out real black content is podcast big vision i get it with you guys later peace Thanks for viewing the podcast. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Forum. Real Black Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.